This is Web Suasion Conversation, episode 37. Welcome to the show. I am Ryan Williams, president and founder of the Web Suasion Group and Kapoka Studios here at Pinewood Atlanta Studios in Fayetteville, Georgia. Today on the show, we have Amber Dawson of the Long-Term Care Planning Group. Amber has worked as a travel agent, executive administrator, and run an event coordination business. She's now a paraplanner at the Long-Term Care Planning Group, teaching clients the benefits of long-term care insurance coverage and matching them with the best carrier and solution. So Amber's boss is Corey Rick, who's been on our show before. He was here last year, and he is also now a client of Kapoka Studios doing a web series on YouTube for long-term care. And that's a perfect example of when you have a very complex and hard-to-understand topic, and you want to educate the public on what is possible and what is available and how everything works. Corey does a great job. He comes in about once every two months for about four hours, shoots eight to 10 segments, and then leaves it with us to take it from there. So he can get on with his busy day of meeting with prospects and networking and getting business done. Now, our cost is much lower than what you normally think of a video production, and that's because we streamlined the process. You're coming in in one session, capturing multiple spots, and we've got a streamlined process for editing and post-production and output that makes that whole process affordable. If you're a professional who works with clients around very complex topics and wants to find a way to slowly ease people into understanding around that topic, give me a call. Ryan Williams at Kapoka Studios and Websuasion Group. You can reach me by email at ryan at websuasion.com. That's R-Y-A-N at W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N dot C-O-M. Or call 404-418-8909, extension 10. And you can also chat with me over our website at websuasion.com, W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N dot C-O-M. And now our interview with Amber Dawson. Thanks for being on the show. Well, thanks for having me. So tell me about your background. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Stockbridge. Oh, Stockbridge, yeah. So, so you're co- south side. I am. A claim to fame is Collective Soul, the band. Yeah, that's right. And that little studio down the road. And yeah. the Stranger Things show. Oh, did they Netflix. shoot that? They shot that in Stockbridge. That's my high school. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's so I was crazy. the last graduating class. We uh we, we moved, moved over. We moved to Jonesboro in '96, so I've been Southside '96, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I grew up in Austell, so so still Georgia native is pretty rare. That's right. I'm, I'm the official Georgia peach. I don't think there's many of us left. Everybody's <laughs> a transplant. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, after the Olympics, Olympics right. changed everything. Right. Yeah. Still see a little bit outside the the perimeter, but a little not bit. much. Yeah, a little it's bit. Pretty rare. What did you do straight out of high school? I went to college. I went to Truett McConnell College in Cleveland, Georgia. It's right okay. outside of Helen. Okay. So that's the home of the Cabbage Patch Kids. Yep. You went north. I went north. Yeah. Not too north because yeah. I don't like the cold. I'm a flip-flop girl. It's, it's pretty chilly up there, though. It sometimes. is. It is. Yeah. That's getting close to the mountains, right? Yes. Foothills. Foothills. Loved it. Um, great college experience. Really small, small, small college. Yeah. And then after that, I became a travel agent. What did you do in college? What was your major? It was going to be special ed, but I never became a teacher, obviously. So gotcha. I went the long way around to complete my BA. So became a travel agent, did that for years, 
then I got married, and then I um, finished my BA at Oglethorpe in 2006. Was it just marriage that got you out of doing the travel agency, or was it when everything kind of changed? Everything kind of changed. Well, when I started the travel agency, we did paper tickets, you know, and then the internet came in. Yeah, and just kind of... And it just wiped us out, because people would book it on Travelocity, they would do it online, and they'd call and go, hey, can you fix it? And I'm like, "Mm, I'm sorry, I can't. You booked it. Right. On a third party, yeah. and it put our agency out of business. Wow! How many people so, were in the agency when there you were four there? of us? Okay, and we were in uh, it was Connections, a travel agency, and it was in Forest Park. Okay, on Forest Parkway. It's my wow. f- very first job out of college. How, so, and, and you were there for how long? Oh, four years. Okay, maybe five, and then I moved to GoGo Worldwide Vacations, which is a wholesale travel agent company, okay. and then did that for a while, and then that office went out of business. And I was like, okay, got to have another plan. Need to find another industry. (laughs) Right. But I loved it. I could live out of a suitcase. Yeah. Just go. Just just be wherever. That's funny. Um, Do you travel a lot now? Not as much as I need to or would like to. Would like to, yeah. (laughs) So, um, and then I got a job working at Mannheim, which is an auto auction company Uh owned by Cox. So I was an executive assistant there for uh, eight years. Okay. Seven, eight years. And then... um, when Mannheim merged with Auto Trader, it became Cox Automotive. So I lost my position. It was eliminated because there was somebody higher than me. You were doing uh, executive? I was a C-level executive assistant. So okay. um, I had um, executive vice presidents, MVPs, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. I had 17 bosses at one time. Did you have to travel much for that? or were you? I did and yeah. loved it. Vegas, California. A lot of conferences. Always only, yes. So you, I know you have a lot of event planning experience. Is that where that started? Yes, I'm a certified event planner. So tell me about that. What is the certification like for event planning? Oh, it's great. So you learn how to budget, market, you know, handle the registrations. You learn how to learn what the client's needs are and build around that. So did you do that independently for a while? I did. That was straight out of after being an executive assistant? Yes. So how I, after I became an executive assistant and lost my job, I actually opened my own personal concierge firm called a busy bee solution uh-huh. and i took all of the event planning experience i took you know somebody always needs something right so i had guys that would call me up and go amber can you buy my wife a birthday present or right. hey can you plan my kid's birthday party or hey can you call the guy to get my garage door fixed yeah. or whatever so i took all of those things and put that together and created this concierge firm that's great. so when i did that i went ahead and got my certification in event planning even though i'd planned events you know, for years, yeah, yeah. you know, plan travel and that kind of thing. So were you already tapped into the clients and stuff at that point? Did you already have kind of a, a, a base that you were working? I from? did. Made it nice. And then yeah. so how I got hooked up with Corey was I was a vice president of events for NABO, which is the National Organization of Women Business Owners. Uh-huh. He did a presentation yeah. and one of the ladies there said, you know, let me introduce you to to Amber. And that's how I started with Corey last March. Oh my goodness, it's almost been a year. Yeah. So that's the great third or fourth industry at this point right jumped into so let's talk about that what do you do at this is long-term care planning group mm-hmm. you basically process everything right i mean you're you're the the oh, oz yes. behind the curtain <laughs> i am the oz behind the curtain wasn't a career i ever thought i would get into well did you even know it existed i did I mean, not yeah i did not to back up a little bit i never really thought anything about long-term care yeah. my father took care of my meemaw you know for years right and just an angelic man, really. And what they did is they ended up having to sell her house to my parents to pay for the home care and whatever. She right. didn't get sick until the last couple of years of her life, and she passed away in 2018. Yeah. But I never really thought about it. Right. This is what you did. You just took care of your family. Right. 
So when this came along, I was like, I don't know anything about long-term health care. And he said, well, I'll put you through the certification. I'll get your life and health insurance degree. Right. And I did that. But then as you start getting into it, you realize, wait a minute, I do know some things. Yeah. You know, and you realize I need it myself. Right. My single mom with an 11 and a half year old daughter, I don't want her to take care of me. Right. Yeah. You know, I want her to go off and go to college and get married, have me some grandbabies. Not anytime soon. I don't need grandbabies, but yeah. <laughs> just saying, you know. How old is your daughter? She's 11 and a half, yeah. you know, but I want her to have a life. Right. You know, I'm not planning to be in a nursing home anytime soon, yeah. but yep. you never know. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> You never know. So it's it's a great experience, you know, because I'm always the fixer and the helper and the, you know, whatever, whether it's in the events or the the entertainment or, you know, the executive assistant. I'm always the fixer. Mm-hmm. So the helper, the assistant, the servant kind of thing. And this is that same role. Right. Yeah. And you're you're basically doing like para planning would like you would have for a lawyer, like a para planner yes. or something like this. So, so I handle the applications. We handle, you know, the questions. I handle putting a form together that lets the carriers know about the clients. Yeah, because it's a pretty complex right. process, right? I right. Mean, you've got a lot of forms that the client has to fill out to even get evaluated to, yes, to see if they can get... Yes, all about their health. Right. You, know, you have to be healthy in order to get this long-term care insurance. Family history and stuff, too, I right. imagine. Yeah. Right. And it's, it could be the medications you take. It could be certain things. You know, Some carriers don't like people who smoke. Right. Because they have a bigger chance of emphysema or lung cancer or what have you, where... Some carriers don't mind. Don't care, yeah. And some people say, oh, I don't like high blood pressure. Some people don't care. You know, some carriers are all I'm sure different about it. I'm sure it's different for every person, but what's the range of time it takes to process someone and find the right carrier? And- it usually, once the process gets started, it'll take about six weeks, you know, okay. but we try to streamline the process. That's what I do. That's yeah. my role is to make sure that I'm in front of the client saying, okay, you got to make your pyramid. You got to make your interview. Here's how this is going to go. You know, make sure we're on top of everything. Yeah. And it flows smoothly. Yeah. And there's really not a lot of companies doing strictly long-term care and really getting a process down for that that I've ever seen. Right. I think we're the only concierge firm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, most is, everybody right. is just like another thing that they do on the right. side with it. You know, they offer a lot of different insurance you know, things, but they don't really know much right. about it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, he, Corey's been in the business 20-something years. Right. So he knows... You know, the ins and outs and, and all of that. And he was doing everything himself until, for the most part, until you came in. Yes. And now really starting to, to uh, branch out and, yes. and get a broader base of clients. Yes. What kind of information does a, when a client comes to you, is there anything they need to be concerned about? Anything that they would not expect or any pitfalls that they fall into? We look at a 10-year medical history. Okay. And they look kind of overall. Have you had a heart attack? Do you have any cancer? Do you have Alzheimer's in the family? Yeah. You know, what kind of medications are you on? And with that, you know, we write an executive summary, so to speak. And then we go a little deeper. This person exercises. This person's involved in the community. They have so many grandkids. They have so many kids. They do this, that, the other stuff. Oh, wow. So it gets into behavior. And, and-, and we build on to make them look like a human, yeah. not just a medical file. Right. We want the carriers to look at it and go, okay, well, he really is active. He did have knee surgery or he had, you know, he had this or that or the other, but he's doing so much more. He has no physical limitations or, right. or what have you. And that's, that's the part that makes us different because we are that personal getting to know the people. And 
And Corey gets mad at me because it hurts my feelings sometimes if I can't get, you know, the people some insurance. We have right. to come up with a different plan, yeah. you know, and get other people involved and, you know, right. try to get them a, a different financial plan or whatever to, to create right, their right. insurance. But because I just, you know, I like that. I'm like, I want them to have what they need. Well, I imagine there's you know? a lot of different instruments that you can use to, to handle long-term care, a lot of different yes. kind of insurance types. Yes. With the carriers, I mean, you guys aren't limited to who you work with, right? We don't. We use a number of carriers. You know, we do the traditional. Nothing proprietary. Yeah, yeah. right. And then, you know, we do the, the life and long-term, which is a combo package. But it's it's great. We have got great relationships with the, the people we work with. I can call them and go, okay, seriously, I, yeah. need you, I need you to push this through. You know, why is it taking so long? Or, you know, let's get it. Let's get it done. So so how much of your uh, previous experience do you think helps you with as far as like client interaction and the, the sort of customer service side of this? I think it's great to have, you know, previous experience because I, I deal with customers. Yeah. I've dealt with customers for years. You know, when you are an executive assistant, you're constantly putting out fires. Right. Or you're, you're, or you're managing calendars. And you're I the do, front line. Right. Yeah. We're the gatekeeper. Yep. You know, so I, I do that with Corey's calendar. You know, I manage making appointments and I do that with the customers and saying, okay, this is their expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm expecting you to do this. I'm expecting you to do this. Make your appointments, you know, show up, you know, get me your this, that, the other stuff. And it's easy, you know, yeah. f- for me to do that. I mean, I do that with my eyes closed kind right. of thing. I've done it for, you yeah. know, 20 years of a career in some sort of fashion or the other. Right. With networking, you're also getting involved in, in a lot of the networking that mm-hmm. Corey does as well. How are you taking to that and, and what are you finding? Oh, look, I don't, I don't meet a stranger. So <laughs> <laughs> I love networking. Yeah. And it, you know, I'm, I just joined ProWin, which is a, another women's group. ProWin? ProWin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that leads to new relationships. Is that like a referral network kind of thing? Or It is. Yeah. Um, great ladies group. You know, they have lawyers and they have dentists and they have people who yeah. make cookies. You know, yeah. It just depends on what. And they're all very professional women. How long have you been doing that? Um, I joined in December. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you, have you started seeing any referrals come from that yet? It I takes have, a while. Um, I have one so far. That's good. And I've had a couple lunches and, you know, but it's just getting to know. It's really about a relationship. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Like as soon as you start meeting more and more people, I mean, it's one of the reasons we started the podcast. Right. The more people you meet, things just happen. You just like, plant the seed. Yeah. You yeah. just plant. You the don't seed. even really have to sell so much. It's just be available, right. be accessible. Well, and, and it's saying, okay, I may not be able to help you, but I know somebody who can. Right. And then a lot of times, like with long-term care, not even knowing that's an option. Right. You know, you're out there educating the public about it when you go out to these things. You stand up and you say, "Hey, this is what we do." Right. Because yeah. most people don't think about long-term care. And it's not a conversation you want to have. Right. That's like, you know, trying to sell somebody a cemetery plot. Right. We, you don't want to discuss, don't want to you discuss know, that. these yeah. things that are coming in the future. We all know we're going to have these these problems. Right. But nobody wants to talk about that. But we all think somebody, we're going to live forever. Right. As soon as somebody you know? sees it coming, though, they're like, okay, I need to talk to somebody. Right. And it's all about somebody who's had experience before. Yeah. You know, it's the sandwich generation. Either they're dealing with it, you know, with their grandparents or their parents or you know, something along that line. So they know, okay, I've seen it. I know what damage it causes if I have to sell the house or the farm or right. the, or that my family has to move in. Kind Cash of thing. out your 401k right. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's expensive. I mean, yeah. average is what, $70,000 a year. That's crazy. And that's for an assisted living. It, that's assisted living. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's not even full care. Right. Yeah. Right. So when you add on that, if they go to a nursing home or, you know, what have you, it just gets more and more and more expensive. And that's today's rate. And that can be inflation, you know, 20 years from now. Right. And that can be, uh, it also could include home service, right? They can come to the home. Yes. So if you want somebody to come, that's about an average $25 an hour. Yeah. You know, and most people want to stay at home. 
Right. Which is the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. As long as, as long as they can. As long as it's safe, you know, for them to do so. Exactly. How many different clients are you working with in any given week? I've got about 15 cases open at the moment. Okay. But you always have clients. new ones coming in. Always have clients in the pipeline. Yeah. You know, that you hound for their executive application or (laughs) you hound them for something to do. Got to get your stuff done. Well, you're doing the referral networking stuff now, or is it, is sales something that you're looking to get into? I do a little bit of sales, you know, when I go out. Yeah. I like both. Yeah. You know, I like being in the office and, and handling the back office, but I do like to meet people. Do you have uh, any plans for the for 2020? We're early in the year right now. Is there any new stuff that you guys are working on? That We do. We have um, a master sheet that says, you know, what we're going to bring in this year and what we're going to do. And I yeah. have my own personal, you own know, I'd like to goals. bring in, yeah, I'd like to bring in, you know, 10 clients, you know, per quarter or whatever. So that's yeah. my that's my plan. Are there any new uh, products out there that you're getting oriented with or anything that's kind of changed in the industry? Well, I'm heading to One America School. Okay. Um, in March. So I'll, I'll let you know on that. Interesting. Just, so what is this? Where they go and it's like an insurance class okay. where they tell you Continuing about education. Kind yes. Of they yeah. tell you all about their products and what's coming out and what's coming new because everything changes. Yeah. You know, like regular insurance, your car insurance is going to change every year kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, so this is the same way. So I'm heading up to Indianapolis to take up a three day course and see what's what's new in the market. So does that also get into like what changes with Medicare laws and, and things like that? No, we don't deal with anything that has to deal with Medicare. This is not covered by Medicare ever, no. so. No, no, no. Yeah. It will only be covered by Medicaid oh, once you what... spend down everything you have. Right, gotcha. Yeah, which means you leave nothing for your kids and grandkids. Or hospice, right. going to hospice care or something right. like that, right. And that's it, so if you wanna leave a legacy you yeah. know, for your family, you better get some long-term health care. Right. Right, because you're just going straight into your savings and everything. Got to get some insurance, yeah. right. I mean, you insure your car, you insure your home, right. you insure your body when you get regular health insurance. Why not add just one more step? You've had a lot of career experience, ran your own business for a while. If you were going to make a suggestion to anybody who's either getting into the business, either starting a career or starting a business, um, what, what would you have done differently or what have you learned through that process? Always have a good business plan to figure out what your goal is for now, for the future. Yeah. Manage your money properly. Right. And figure out how you're going to get where you're going to go. Keep some savings in the bank. Right. Right. You know, I jumped in it and I said, okay, this is great. I love being the concierge. Yeah. But make sure you can pay your mortgage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, do what you love, Yeah. but do it wisely. And then how about as far as uh, just from a career standpoint, you know, the choices that you've made for working, like going from executive, now you're working with Corey. Is there anything that you would have, would you have left earlier from the executive side of things now going back? Or do you think that kind of, you needed that experience? I think I absolutely needed the experience. I yeah. think, you know, as, as you grow, you need to have different experiences and different opportunities to teach you and to guide you. And I would have never been in this field. Yeah. But had I not been in this field, I wouldn't have known that I needed it personally. Right. I would have never known that I needed it to get a long-term health care policy for myself. Right. Because I wouldn't have been educated in it. Yeah. And when would I have ever had that come about? And then you guys have a pretty extensive website, too. You've got a big packet of information if anybody's interested. We do. What kind of stuff is in there that they would be able to find out about? It talks about what is actually long-term health care. What do you need? What does it cover what the cost is now and what the cost will be in 2038. Right. It tells you when it comes down to it. You it's know. different by state by state. Yes. Too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
And it explains to you how you can stay in your home or when you need to go to a nursing home or memory care. It offers suggestions. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, just a gigantic network of good information. And that's all digital. They can just download that from your website, Yes, right? they can. Oh, and cool. if they have any questions, they can you know email me or Corey, okay. and we'll be glad to, we'll put to, a glad link. to help. We'll put a link to that on the, the show notes. That'd there. be lovely. So do you have any uh, events coming up? We do. We have a couple of events coming up with a estate planning lawyer. Okay. And um, we've got a couple of those coming up, like a road show, I guess you would right, say. Right. But we also do have um, some lunch and learns with some financial advisors. We've got a couple happy hours coming up. Glad to do that with whatever you know your needs are in your office. We'll come to you. You can come to us. You know, we can meet, you know, your team out for coffee. You so know. on a corporate level, like you could go to a court, like... Absolutely. You know, we bring in Chick-fil-A or, you know, your subs or pizzas or whatever. Gotcha. And we do about an hour, 45-minute presentation, and then 15 minutes to you know, answer any questions that you may have. And and it works out very nicely. So estate attorneys, that, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Why you would work with, are there other people like that, that that you often... We have used... We've done it with CPAs. We've done it with financial advisors, yep. you know. And, and it can be any type of corporation because you can implement this as... You know, an employee benefit. Right. The company doesn't necessarily have to pay for the benefit, but at least it's in there, and your employees can say, "Oh, I really need this," and they can just pull it out of their paycheck. Gotcha. And gotcha. we and we run it on our end, so the, the HR person doesn't have to handle all of that. So right. that makes it nice for them. You guys also do radio shows as well. With uh, oh, we have with Tuesdays Corey? with Corey. Yes, yeah. it's once a month, and we use um, successful business women. Okay. to come in and talk about what they do, how they do it, how they network, how they've grown their business. Some of them have grown and sold their business and restarted again. Yeah. And then once a quarter, we bring all of those women together for breakfast so that they get to network do and get to know each other and have yeah. a presentation. Nice. Um, we just had a guy come in last week, fantastic gentleman, Chris Hanks. Okay. Just unbelievable. Just really riled up some of the ladies. and What was he talking about? He is a CEO coach. Um, oh, okay. So it was really great. And uh, we've got another Tuesday's breakfast coming up. And I understand uh, Ryan's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> I've been told I'm going to Yeah. You've been voluntold, present. huh? I've been voluntold that I'm going to be presenting on that. Yeah. We'll, have to, good. Out, we'll have to figure out what that's going to be about. Oh, but. it's going to be great. <laughs> so, yeah, we do it. We, whatever you need, we'll come to you and we'll take care of it. That's so. awesome. Well, Amber, thank you so much for joining well, us. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting network. We are on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And also check out our YouTube channel. You go to our website, websuasion.com, W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N dot C-O-M. At the top of the page, you will see social media links. Third from the right is the YouTube one. Click on that and click on the subscribe button and then click on the bell icon. And that will notify you anytime we upload new videos. We upload about two a day throughout the week and they are great information to share with your prospects over your social media channels like LinkedIn and Facebook so you can keep yourself top of mind with them and share some great business information and anecdotes from other professionals. Next show, we have Steve Harrison, the owner of Focused Growth Sales Group, serving small to medium-sized businesses with $1 million to $25 million in revenue. His clients have reached the point where it's difficult to grow sales results without experienced sales leadership. With over 30 years of sales leadership experience with large firms, Steve creates sales infrastructure components which lead to record-breaking sales results for his clients. We hope you'll join us for that, and until then, have a productive work week.